just before we start the show, I want to take an opportunity to invite you to join me for the Podfluence Weekly Newsletter, which is available both on LinkedIn and through the official newsletter channel. Now, if you are on LinkedIn and it's easier for you to follow there, then please just click on the link in the show notes, which will take you straight to Podfluence on LinkedIn, where you can subscribe for free and get weekly updates on Podfluence articles as well as episodes. If you would like to subscribe to the full newsletter where you'll get additional materials and, as my little incentive to you, my pre-podcast guest checklist for you to use when you're appearing on podcast shows so that you can be fully prepared every single time, then please click the link to the official newsletter in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Speaking of Influence with John Ball from presentinfluence.com. Each week, we talk about presentation skills and public speaking and the tools of influence and persuasion with experts and incredible guests. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. Speaking of Influence is uploaded and distributed to all major podcast networks through Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the simplest way to get your podcast started with tons of great resources for new podcasters. You could start your podcast today. Follow the link in the show notes. Let me welcome you to what is the newly minted, freshly rebranded podcast now called Speaking of Influence. Once upon a time, we were called the Loki Podcast. Now we are speaking of influence. I hope you will enjoy episodes just as much as before and look forward to future episodes coming up as well. Earlier today on LinkedIn, which is a good place to connect with me if you're looking to do that, I was talking about message in your presentation and how important that is, specifically referring to someone who I've seen present a number of times who has great stagecraft, good presence, great drama and excitement and vocal range in her performance, and yet message for her was always the missing bit. I would always get to the end of the presentation thinking I'd enjoyed it, but questioning, what have I just listened to? What was that all about? And that really should never happen if you're delivering a presentation. I don't know if there are environments where that is considered okay. Perhaps there are, and I suspect they might be very smoky with a lot of alcohol and other substances available in them as well. But for most people, especially in professional settings, if your message is missing, you really are not going to be taken seriously. So this is a critical element to make sure that you have. You should know what the intention is of your presentation, what you're going to deliver, and what you want your audience, whether it's one or many, to take away from your presentation. So from that perspective, start with the end in mind. Start with what you want people to take away and work backwards from that as to what has to be included in it, what's essential, what you can't leave out, and some things that may be nice to include in it, and probably some elements that could go in if there's time. 
Now, certainly in Toastmasters, which is where I do a lot of my public speaking practice, you have five to seven minutes on average to deliver a presentation. It doesn't leave a lot of time for fluff. You need to get straight to the point and you need to have a clear message as well. Otherwise, that should get fed back to you that your message and the clarity of what you're talking about wasn't so good. And in business situations, not having that clear message could be the difference between your credibility or it could be the difference between closing a deal. This is something that could hurt the bottom line of your business. To do this then, you have your endpoint. You know what you want people to take away. If you don't know that, that's the first thing you have to get. If, for example, I'm delivering a presentation about Robert Cialdini's points of influence, key points of influence, I want people to take away what those points are and why they should want to know that. So I'm going to work back from that. Now, hopefully I have more than five or six minutes to deliver that because there's quite a bit of information and six points, which is a lot to fit into a short time frame. So I would probably want more like 15 to 30 minutes to deliver that in its most essential form. So that's not still going to leave me much time for expanding on the different elements of that. But what I'm going to do is get clear on what those six elements are, why anyone would want to know about Cialdini and his understanding of influence, and then teach those points, maybe even how to use them, and then wind up with but what if you applied it in different situations? And also going, going to want a call to action. I think it's a great thing to have in there. So what I use is a system called Format. And this was late, created by a lady called Bernice McCowan, I think from sometime like early 80s, if not 1980 itself. And this system basically is one of structuring in a way that makes sense to people's learning styles. So you definitely want to capture, first of all, most of the people who are asking themselves, what's in it for me? Why should I listen to you? Why should I care about what you're talking about right now? Now, we might not actually ask ourselves that specifically, but it's in our heads, and it's what we're looking for. Why should I pay attention to you? If you can't get that quickly and early on, why you should pay attention, why you should listen, what's in it for you, if you don't deliver that as a presenter, as a speaker, then you are going to lose your audience very quickly. From there, we'll go to the what, which is the data element, really. What is actually involved in this? So again, if I'm applying this to a presentation on Cialdini's book on influence and the key principles of influence, I'm going to start off by talking about where you would use influence, what this hidden world is of influence and persuasion that is often being used on us a lot of the time without us even being aware of it, and a lot of the experimentation and study that has gone into understanding how influence and persuasion works and how much we run on automatic or give over to authority, things that we might not realize we even do because we're almost programmed in these ways to respond and react and condition to do these things. Those hopefully are things that will make people think, yeah, I probably should be aware of that. I want to know if I'm being influenced or persuaded, especially if it's not in my favor for my own benefit. So then I'm going to talk about what that is. So I'm going to talk a bit about Robert Cialdini. I'm going to talk a bit about his book, Influence the Power of Persuasion. I'm going to talk about the six key points of persuasion that are in that book. And then I'm going to go into how. 
So I might describe some of the experiments from the book and describe how they were conducted and how they're relevant. I might actually try and give a demonstration there in the room about how I've used some of these techniques. I could do more of an experiential how, as in getting people to do an exercise that helps them to realize how to use these points of influence. Then I'm going to consider what kind of questions might come up for people. The questions people have, well, what if you're in this situation? What would be the most likely things to come up for people? I want to try and address that. If there's room to fit that into my speech, I'm going to try and put that in. But I do also want to make sure I get a what next as well, as in a call to action. Like use something from this. Remember one key point and practice it this week. So I'm going to ask people to put something into action as well. So we have our clear elements of format. Why? What? How? What if or what next? Why? What? How, what if, or what next? Now, that is a great structure to use for just about any kind of presentation that you're going to do. In fact, if you have time in the presentation and you have smaller elements of that, you should still use that structure for those smaller elements as well. Now, I've talked in episodes before about the Cicero cards. Now, Cicero cards from Sephiroth Publishing are a great visual way to help you construct a presentation. And they allow you to see it all set out in front of you. And they're very good. They were created with uh, help of a professional speaker. And so the publishers worked with the professional speaker to get all the elements that people need to have as basic structure for a speech and give a bit of guidance on how to use that as well. I highly recommend them, especially for people who are starting out in presentations, but even for experienced presenters, it can be a very useful tool just to be able to visually lay out your presentation in front of you. And also, when we have it visually laid out, that does help with retention as well in terms of remembering your speech, which is something that I know a lot of speakers talk about, which would be a great episode to talk about, right? It would be something we'll come back to as to how to practice and remember your speeches when you're delivering them. We will come back to that. But right now we're talking about structuring and having a great message in your presentations. So make sure you have that clear message. Now I'm going to add to that. I would say that be clear on what you're actually presenting. And also, if you promise that you're delivering something, like for example, if you're showing up to a webinar and the webinar says, I am going to teach you how to, how to bake an apple pie. And you come away from that episode and what I've actually talked about is some things that allude to making an apple pie and some things around great cooking techniques and using the right kinds of ingredients. But what I've really done is try to sell you into a cookery workshop where you're going to have to pay to come and find out how to make my apple pie. Then you, I haven't delivered what I promised. And I think you should have every right to complain and to criticize and give negative feedback in that kind of situation. So do your best to make sure that you deliver on what you're promising if you're doing anything like that. If your title of your presentation is going to be along the lines of making some kind of promise of information or discovery for people, that should be what they take away. There certainly are more elements that could go in, but if you have the format and if you want to look at the Cicero cards, again, I'll provide a link to those Cicero cards in the show notes. Check out the episode that I recorded with the guys from Sephiroth as well, because we talk about the Cicero cards, also their creativity cards, their uh, storytelling cards as well. 
really well worth checking out. Wonderful packs, very beautiful looking cards, and very easy to use. And they're developing new products all the time. They have a really cool newsletter, which I enjoy. It's one of the only newsletters that I actually bother to read on a regular basis because they they do some really good stuff and they're super nice as well. So check out Andrea and Matteo from Sefirot and that episode a while back. Now, on Friday this week, I'm going to be releasing an episode with the lovely Dana Farrant. Dana has been on the show before, so she's my first returning guest, really. And this time, we're going to be talking not so much about business um, business management and uh, business development and the likes and presentation skills. We're actually going to be talking about her experience in a cult. So this is some of the ultimate dark side of persuasion, right? Cults and the way cults use influence is an important topic and one that I think most of us aren't really all that educated in. And I got very interested in that particular area of reading from Stephen Hassan, whose books and websites are a great resource if it's something that you're interested to know more about. I do think we should be more educated on cults and a lot of us, a lot of us think we'd never fall for that or we'd never be, that we're in some way immune to it. And I think we'd be surprised. I think having that kind of idea perhaps puts you at risk because you think they'll never never be able to get you or convince you. And if you don't know the psychological tactics, I don't even call it dark ops psychological warfare, really, that gets used in those kinds of environments, then you are vulnerable. So I think that's one of the reasons why I think it's such an important area to discuss on a regular basis. And I would love to get Stephen Hassan on the show. So if anyone listening or watching is connected to him, please help me make that introduction because it would be an amazing episode. But in the meantime, Definitely tune in for the episode with Dana. We're going to be talking about her experience, how she escaped from the cult, the effects that that's had on some of her life, and some of the influence and persuasion techniques that, that she saw and witnessed firsthand and experienced. So that's going to be this week. Next week will be my episode with Matthew Dix. That was an incredible episode. I'm still deciding whether it's going to be a full hour and a half episode or whether to break it down into two 45-minute chunks to keep it nice and manageable for you all and get you coming back for more, I suppose. So perhaps that will be the case. But uh, definitely don't miss that. I think it's the one of the best podcast episodes I've ever made. And he was a really wonderful guest, very, very generous with his time, his information, and the most amazing storyteller. So that's it for today for the new Speaking of Influence podcast. I still have to get used to saying that name, so hopefully don't chip up and go back into the old format. But I look forward to seeing you again next time. Please make sure you like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. It helps with our searchability. And if you're listening on a podcast provider, please make sure you subscribe to the feed and check out past episodes as well. There's a lot of great content in there. Have an amazing week. See you next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please make sure to like and subscribe and come back for more great episodes and chats with amazing people. If you think you'd be a good guest for the podcast or you know someone who would, or you think I'd be a good guest for your podcast, please feel free to get in touch. You can email me, john at presentinfluence.com. If you think I'd be a good speaker for your event or you'd like to learn more about public speaking, presentation skills, whether that's online or in person, creating online products and services, video content, having clarity, confidence and charisma in all of doing that, then please shoot me an email or visit my website 
presentinfluence.com and I'll see you there.